All right, welcome back to the Playoffs of Life podcast with your host, Adrian Hatcher. If you want to follow the journey on social media, you can follow on our Twitter, Anchor, Spotify, and much more. The description of everything will be in the episode. Uh, today, we got a special guest with us today. Uh, I'll go ahead and just knock out some of his accolades, some of the things he's been doing since he uh, started his journey. So we got Jer- Jeremy Marshall in the group chat today with our podcast. He's worked for each EHB basketball club. Uh, he's been the creator of the Cut Through the Red Tape podcast. He's also worked under Magnet Sports Management. Uh, graduated fall of 2018 in sports manage- management, and he's worked for Zero Gravity. His favorite player is Allen Iverson, which is one of the greatest players to ever play this game. With that being said, I'll go ahead and introduce Jeremy Marshall. Jeremy, let him know who you is and let him know where you at, man. What's going on? What's going on? First off, it's a pleasure to be on the show, man. Thank you for reaching out to me. Like, uh, like I said, I'm great. Like I said, uh, you know, I love things like this. But like I said, I'm Jeremy, I'm here in Atlanta. Uh, follow me on Instagram, underscore J-E-M-4. And also follow me at underscore Cutting Through the Red Tape. That's my podcast page. But yeah, that's, that's everything. Make sure you follow me, guys. That's what's up, man. So, man, just tell us a little bit more about yourself. Uh, you know, I listed off some of the things you did, you know, graduating with uh, sports management, you know, uh, going into these different programs such as EHB Basketball Club and working for Zero Gravity. Just can you go in depth about some of that stuff I just listed off? Yeah, so I, I kind of give you like just the kind of like the backstory. Like it kind of started like just really my sophomore, junior year of college, kind of just knowing that like, I had to just, like, I think me, because I came from South Georgia State College, which is in Douglas, Georgia, like, middle of nowhere, and nearby Austin. So that kind of showed me, like, this importance of studying. Like, like I said, we were so bored out there, we had to do nothing but study. So me getting to Georgia State, it kind of prepared me for, like, you know, I'm walking to Georgia State and just seeing so many students, like, on their stuff. So, like, it kind of sparked some memory. So, like, even before those things you said, I, I had, like, seven internships. Like, I was, like... I grind, I grinded, like I knew I didn't have the privilege of some kids, like I knew I had to get it out the mud, so like it's like some things I did, I, I did marketing for Atlanta Motor Speedway, I worked for ESPN uh, uh, events, so I also worked for ESPN with College Game Day, with the National Championship Game with Georgia and Alabama, I, uh, I volunteered for the amateur, uh, for Golf Amateur Tour, which is the biggest amateur golf tournament in the world. I did stuff with that, I and mean, I also did, I interned with Atlanta Legends as well, even though that lasted, even though that lasted, what, maybe seven, eight months, that football league, it didn't last long, but yeah. I did I interned there, I did some stuff, uh, I did stuff with Georgia State uh, Sports Marketing on the football and basketball side, I also worked uh, intern with Tech Athletics as well. So from all those things kind of led me to, you know, me going to Zero Gravity in Boston, which at the time was the country's biggest provider of grassroots basketball. Like they had the most tournaments. So like and like I said, that's what I learned the business model of grassroots sports and how to make money on that business side. Like I said, I learned like all we see is the high level basketball. But really the money's in like just the kind of like the mediocre regular like you know everyone play basketball so you're like your B C B and C level basketball. I don't want to you know say it in a rude way. I learned that. And then um with that journey I had a, I remember I worked an event for the Boston Celtics, and I met one. I met one of the VPs of the Atlanta Hawks in one of their departments, and I stayed connected with them. And I met. And then when I got back to Atlanta, he put me on Elite Basketball Nike, and 
Nike was the had we Elite Hoops had the we were running the most Nike basketball camps through U.S. sports camps. They had we had the most in the whole Southeast region. So I did that. Um, I was an operations sales manager, so I did a lot of stuff with that. And then after that, I went with uh, Magnate Sports Management as director of marketing and sales. So now I'm doing that, and in the process, really like outline my business. Um, like to be an agent slash business manager slash a manager for like basketball. So it was just like all three trying to create this one thing. So it's a lot of the short time. Like I said, I graduated fall 2018. I'm only 25. So I still got a long ways to go. Ah, no, most definitely, man. But it just sounds like you had like a lot of mentors, a lot of people that yeah. kind of influenced your decision to go in what you're doing. Yeah, most definitely. So I think, um, like I said, I'm real big on that. I think mentorship, I think, any, I don't care if you're in college, you're doing a trade. I don't care what you do. I feel like everybody should have a mentor. I think um, I have I have a lot of mentors. I, and my mentors are for different things. And sometimes, you know, it's crazy. Like, all, I have mentors in the corporate space. I even have, like, street dudes who are my mentors. Not from the street side, but just, like, certain principles and values of being a man. You know, I'm real big on being, like, just carrying myself for the best, being a man at all times, like, having integrity, you know, and being that, being that man. Also, I have, you know, spiritual mentors like i said i'm a firm believer in god and i believe this, you know this guy does me with a lot of things you know what i'm saying so, so i have spiritual mentors i have mentors in the business space and just guys that i can call on like you know say because we all go through things in life or say i have you know a real issue or something like that instead of me you know overreacting and you know just being so quick to react i call people like, hey my trip let me explain this to you so i got those i have those things in place because you got to have those things you have to have to have to yeah yeah, man. Um, yeah, man. I definitely, definitely gotta have those like in place because you never know like what's gonna be thrown at you in life, man. Most definitely, most definitely. It seems like one thing about it is what's your degree in sports management. Do you feel like, do you feel like those connections that you made? Do you feel like if you didn't get that degree, you would be in the same space you're currently in? So let me tell you, I was talking to one of my a friend of mine too, Markel. She's a dog. Like she in the sports stuff. She's like she's a dog in this too. But we was talking, and to be honest, like I feel like I, that route, me going the sports admin route, it kind of put me, it kind of put me in a bubble. Which saying so like for me, I was dead. I knew what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. So that necessarily helped me though. But for some people, like everybody's not blessed to have great interpersonal skills or good networking skills so me i knew if i met this person this person this person i will have the opportunity to get where i need to be mm-hmm. but at the same time with sports administration i think me personally if i can i think given my what i know now and depending on the person you are i think it varies i think the average person who like i think doesn't have the, the privilege to have people in sports i think would be best to go for like a business degree is a little bit more it's a little broader okay. so like if you can't get a job in sports you kind of can tap into another space until you can get back into sports as in for sports admin it's like you just kind of just it kind of puts you in this box and like i tell people the sports industry is is hard like once you get in you're in for life like that's all it is like once you're in you're always forever in but it's kind of hard to kind of break into that so that's why i did so much i did a lot of free stuff a lot of jobs for free like i was working I had stuff I was doing where I was man, 18, 19, like, no, 18, like, in the course of two days, I probably did 18, 19 worth of work, hours worth of work. I'd be working from, like, I'll go to Georgia's uh, Tech football game. I had to be there at nine, hang over at four. Georgia State might be playing at seven. I get to Georgia State, I'm, I'm at seven to 12. 
get up next morning and I'm doing an ESPN event. So I think it was basically like, it depends on the type of your work ethic, but I think actually getting a degree, like marketing degree, a business administration degree, and, and getting concentrations in that, it gives you a bigger you know horizon. But I think if, you, if you're if you all in, you know what you want to do, I'll say sports admin or sports management is a great degree to get. Okay. Okay, and I feel you on that, man, because I've heard just from different podcasts and from my own personal experience, like getting to the sports management world, even media or just yeah. an athlete um, or like a student athlete, a lot yeah. of the stuff you go into is going to be free. Like you're you're really putting in work and time before you see any type of benefit from it. Yeah, most definitely, like I said, and you remember also too, in these fields that we're in, and one of my mentors gave me, like, he's my boss now at Magnet, one of my mentors, D.A. Wilson, told me a great thing, and me starting out, he told me, when there is an opportunity, create one. So, in, in, in these media, and, like, especially in media-driven and sports-driven lanes, it's so, it's, it's very oversaturated, because you have so many people who want to do these certain things, but then you have those people that's going to, like, see me. I knew I wasn't the smartest person in the world, but I was going to outwork you. Like, you're not going to outwork me. You're not, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm a, like, I'm, I'm a dog. Like, I'm a hustler. Like I said, from where I'm coming from, where I'm coming from, seeing this from my experiences, like seeing my mom coming from, you know, a single home, like, well, a single parent home. Like, you know, my dad was going to run from the, you know, from the feds, from the police. And then, like, so I could see my pops off and seeing my mom take care of me and my sister ten dollars an hour like i seen her do it like watch it was nice when she would cry at night so like i had it like you know like i'm not going back to that you know i'm gonna make sure my mom is good so like like i'm i'm working to something you know what i'm saying I'm working for you know so that that mentality was just was just there so i think like even though it's oversaturated i think the ones who put the most in gonna get the most out that's that's a, that's a media sport anything you do yeah but i know those things are very like you know what i'm saying and would you say like your family was definitely crucial to your success like so far you know did they influence a lot did they really influence you to get into sports in general um um i would say i think was mainly like i had i had a mom that like that supported anything i did so if it could have been sports it could have been an architect if i could have been a math teacher like you know what i'm saying anything i did she was gonna support me in and then you know my pop side of the family because like i said on my dad's side of the family, I'm the first person to graduate from college. First graduate from the college on my dad's side. So just me graduating is just like, you know, because everybody on my on that family, either you, either you, you go to college and drop out, you go to the military, or you just kind of get, you know, you stay where we're from, like the certain hoods that we in, like either New York or where it's from Augusta, or you just get stagnant. So I was the first person to really like to graduate that. So I think just like you know having a mom to let me kind of you know figure out what i want to do like i always knew and crazy thing is my original major was journalism like i was my original major i thought man i want to be a stephen a smith like, <laughs> I, I, I love you basketball sports all day long yeah yeah and then getting to georgia state and then really and then seeing some of that stuff like that's why i get people who are news anchors news reporters uh write-ups uh behind the you know behind the scenes stuff like you asked to be in you like that ain't something like you get taught stuff but that's something that's be in you like i was like man this ain't this ain't for me like yeah but i knew like that business side of sports was for me so i made that transition over so okay okay i'm currently just trying to dive into that media space myself so i can understand where you're coming from you because you have to have not only to drive but you also have to have the ambition to really pursue something and then to like 
get as much information as possible. You know, something as easy as something as easy as an interview. You know, uh, from a sports media perspective, there's so many things that go into that. You know, so I definitely see where you're coming from with that. And uh, that transition to business seems to be working out for you. You're currently trying to be a sports agent. That's that's. So yeah. So with that, so it's crazy. So like, I want to be an NBA agent and then be a manager of the sports. But I'm, I'm not all the way 100% like want to be a, just an NBA agent because I do want to manage players too. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of like, so like, I just had actually, it's crazy. I just had, like, I almost, like, I thank God for my blessings. I almost, like, literally almost in tears because the rooms I'm in now, like, so like my boss told me to come out. We have, I'm having a, uh, a meeting and kind of break it down. I had a meeting. So it was like six of us there. So, so it was my boss there. This dude, a man named Rob, who was actually one of the co-founders, like he kind of helped start Clutch Sports, and he also helped QC uh, Sportsman knock the ground. Him, so Rob, another guy named Errol, who used to be the vice president of Third Eye Sports. Yeah, another guy there who used to play for the uh, Dolphins, and he's in the entertainment banking space and was on a player uh, personnel side for the NBA, working for the league office. Had another guy, had another guy right here next to me who like very talented guy who's kind of in the same space that you're trying to be on the media side he actually is one of four black reporters who actually does uh business sports business journal he's working for the atlanta business chronicle on the sports side he's got a promotion well i don't well it's been released so well he's got a promotion i'm not gonna say his name okay. he's got a promotion with, uh, with sportica which is like the biggest i think the biggest publication for like like it's over forbes of like on the sports business side so it was a uh I'm sorry, but it was like uh, just a meeting of minds and just the game it was giving me. He was like he was telling me about just the the good side of being an agent and then the bad side of being an agent. And I think what I heard was kind of like so like I think me personally, like the route I'm going for, like I said, I'm real strategic. Mm-hmm. I might still be an agent to have that agency license, but I think management is best suited for me, like managing athletes. Like I said, me coming from where they're coming from, but I enjoy the going to their workout, make sure the workouts are straight. I enjoy connecting this person, getting deals. So I think, and like, and, and then Earl, who's gonna be like, gonna be another one of my future mentors and me, I'm still good and connected. He told me, he told me, hey, Jeremy, stop putting a title on this. Don't say you're agent or a businessman, say you make deals. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right okay. I see You make deals. It's not, it's, stop putting a title on it. He told me, he was like, when I did a million dollar deal, deal with, with, the, with Golden State Warriors, I wasn't a certified player agent at the time. But my name was still on. My name was still on the, on the contract. My name was still on. You still look me up on the GM on the NBA GM page, and my name's gonna pop up. So he was just like, "Man, you make deals, so it really put things in perspective." Like, so, so I'm kind of like reeling it back. So I'm probably gonna sit down and take the test still, and I'm still gonna have that just so I I do have, say I have a player. But I think unless you and being an agent, and I think like I said, and I also it's good for me because I have so many other hustles and I have so many other side streams of income. Mm-hmm. It's like. It's being an agent is tough because if you don't come in under the big, like the big monsters, the CAA, the Washermans, the Rock Nations, the, you know what I'm saying, the clutch sports, it's tough coming as an agent, you have no clients. See, lucky for me, I got so many college guys and so many guys playing, you know, where I can probably get me one, yeah. but it'd be more organic, me manage them, and then, hey, something come along, like, Jeremy, I think you'd be an agent for them. Oh, for real? Let me um come on this. So I'll still have my, my certification, but I might push my management style. So I think that's what I'm doing right now. Everything with me is strategic. So like, so me working with Magnate Sports, 
um, we strictly business management. So we handle all like your insurance, your tax, your legal, your business, everything off the court, off the field. We take care of all that. So with me having Magnet Sports behind me, I don't necessarily have to get my law degree because I have my, my boss is a lawyer. He has tax, he has tax law degree, business law degree, and litigation, like you know, litigation law. So he has all those things. So like now, say a deal does come in, I have a lawyer on hand, you know. So it's, it's like I have like a whole system. So it's not like I'm really like, I'm working in the smart ways. It's saving me, you know, saving me money and saving me time, you know. Yeah, man. At, I mean, like you said, pursuing your career is going to take time. It's also going to take, really, it's going to take uh, a lot of hard work. And that income yeah. is coming until you really get into that that main space. But you're building the connections. You're building that foundation off rip, which is something you know I really respect, man. Um, one thing I did want to ask you, could you go more in depth about the, the kind of good and bad, the pros and cons? of trying to obtain your sports license and then after you do do that like you kind of alluded to whether you get it or not you're like you said you're making deals you're already in the game like can you give us some pros and cons about um the career you're really just trying to pursue so the pros and cons all right so i'll give you i'll give you you we all know the first pro a lot of money very lucrative we know that but me i'm not in it for the money like i know the money gonna come i'm in it for be able to be a voice for these athletes to be a voice for the voices i want to be able this is like this the pros for me are different from else's pros and these pros are because my thing is 25 now i'm not trying to be an agent until i'm 35 40. Mm. maybe eight on 35 have a well-oiled machine where i have agents working under me and i'm able to focus on like my fashion like i said i'm real big into fashion like i got one of my, my boys brand right here um i'm really into fashion so Folks on like the fashion side, and like I'm really into cologne, so making my own cologne. Like, I want to get like tapped to the whole other side, like where I'm getting to, like you know what I'm saying. The sports, I love sports, but now I tap to other things. So I'm using this for like to elevate me to, to my brand to a whole different level, have my popular different level, maybe have production companies, and have you know just certain things, and tap into uh, venture capitalists and like really learn the business side. Because like, I have a lot of bros who are in, who are in business, so this right here just make me an overall businessman. Cause like I, I'm trying to be a billionaire. Like that's my that's my goal. I know it's high, but I think that's that's what I want to do. That's what I'm going to be. That's so that's the, pro, the cons would be, it's just the game. So like them breaking it down, the game so messed up. Like it's tough for guys who get out the mud, and it compared to a guy coming in with a bunch of money. So let me tell you, I break it down to you in like in easier terms. So say, so being an agent, you, it can be kind of pricey, and, and for most NBA player contracts, you're getting three and a half percent, right? But there's agents out here telling players like, "Hey, man, I don't even, I don't even want, I don't want money off your first contract. I don't want my first contract. They're banking on the second, that that max deal or the second contract. They're banking on that. So some players, so you, if you got agents doing that, you got agents banking the saying, you know, banking on that, and then also invest a hundred thousand dollars in like paying for like cars and somewhere for them to stay and you know this and that. It's like so for the guy who you know who doesn't have the capital." Or the liquid funds to do that, but you got guys that can. It's just like a, it's a, it's basically like a, it told me it's a rat race to the, to the bottom. Mm. So that's, that's, that's the pro. And like, and to be honest, like basketball, to be honest, but football though, I think the the days of being an agent are dying in football, as we can see. Oh, Bobby Wack. Yeah, Bobby man. Wack negotiating his own, deal. his own deal. Yeah. So I think the days, but I also, I'm thinking about this though. I think for the end of time, an athlete's gonna always need a manager though. You're gonna always need somebody to do your business management or somebody to help you with your day-to-day and help you get deals. I think 
what, what it's like I say I'm trying to do is like do both. So like I said, if it happens, it happens. Like my whole they broke it down to me and I heard they gave me the real like they were saying like my boss was like Jeremy, I don't want you to be discouraged. Like I was like, no, that's what I need to hear. Well, I've been I've been talking to a lot of agents, just trying to find that, you know, that 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 mentorship and certain things to talk about. And like a lot of agents hit me and say, they'll hit me and be like, instead of giving me the risk, say, oh, what can you do for me? They're just so excited for me coming in with so many like connections and so actually so many places. It's not about me, it's about them. And these guys made it like made sure to tell me like the real parts of it. So I definitely appreciate that. But um that's kind of the pros and cons of it. Uh and like and also too, and me being so strategic, my pros, my cons, the con about the money thing is a little different for me because now. I'm tapped in with two sports entertainment banks. Like one of my another one of my mentors, my guy. We partnered on a lot of things. We actually I helped him out on the little ESPN deal he did. But um my guy, my guy Peyton has got a job, an executive job over this uh sports entertainment banking with uh Horizon Sports. So now he's so basically like you know he he has the bank has up to 80 billion dollars in funding. So now if I, if I have a player, if I have a say I have a first round pick, right? I have a first round pick. I can get just because they know I'm gonna get that money back. Mm-hmm. I can get it. I can get a cash advance for hundred thousand, two hundred thousand, because I have that part of my team. So that's part of my name. So everything I do is like strategic. So I already have like that in place. I got trainers in Atlanta. I got trainers in Detroit. I got trainers in uh, Miami. Like I have the whole map. Like I got someone from stay at. Like I know how the game works. Like you know nutritionists. Like I know how the game works. So I have everything already mapped out. So I have a team, you know what I'm saying? But it's, I, you know. So in the financial space, like if we were talking about stocks or something, what you're creating is something called ROE, which is a return on equity. Which yeah. Is the investment of basically putting in the time and energy, the research, understanding that you will see a beneficial return eventually from it. And I, I, I get that. I, I, of course, you know, I can see the passion that you have and what you're pursuing. And I also see the, how the competition can really be yeah. cutthroat. You know, if you got a guy yeah. telling you that he'll pay for this to basically set you up, making on your career, like um, it, it is a lot of risk, but it's also- it's just, Oh yeah, it's just a, man, it's a lot, man. That's, that's, that's a grown man business. So so like I said, like, it's a, cause like, and he was telling me like, once you get that, that, that player agent role, you turn to food, you competition them. Mm-hmm. Like your competition now, there's gonna be certain gyms I probably won't be able to go into because my title is a player agent. So that's crazy. Yeah, so it's still certain things we're working on, but like I know, you know, I have a, a great decision probably by I have a decision probably by December first. What I'm gonna do? I probably take the test deal and kind of just not so much push that name, but probably push more the management stuff. And if a player comes and hey, I am agent, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's all business at the end of the day, right? Definitely. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah, if you could just point into one more direction for me while we still on that topic. That you said you have multiple streams of income, and I really want to highlight how important that is, not just for a career, but just living lives. We, we I kind of understand that nowadays. You kind of need two incomes to basically survive, but multiple yeah. streams of income is more important for, for just daily life now. Can you kind of dive into, you know, I don't want to get too much in your business, no, 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 no. I'm, I'm, like, I'm here to, I'm here to speak the truth, right? Um, so my, like I said, I got the stuff. Like I said, I work for Magnate Sports, and then also, 
I am like kind of like a uh, operations marketing guy for this big, for this company called D1 Sports Training. So I do all the, like 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 Carmelo, Chris Ball, on my own one. So I, I do that. I do consulting. So I'm gonna I do consulting too. So like I consult a couple guys on like so like me working with elite basketball. I know the whole and zero. I know the whole process how to run an AAU tournament. Also me working for I, I gotta lift out. I also, guys, go back to very, very first question you asked me. I also work for Under Armour and Adidas basketball events too. Plug it in. Plug it in. Yeah, I want to put that in there. I work for Under Armour Adidas basketball events, all their live events. So like, just seeing Mikey playing, like I, I, I was there, like running all the events. So that's why maybe I want to connect with a lot of college coaches. But we're really back in another time. But uh, I have that, so I kind of consult people starting their own like basketball companies and trying to like get the start membership stuff and trying to like create. Um, trying to create revenue through basketball group training, knowing you know, like I said, because like I, you could be a, you could be the greatest basketball player of, of all time. So if you don't know how to have professionalism and know how to cater to not just black people, whatever color you are, black, white, you know, you have to be we call it chameleon. Like you have to be professional. Because like, to be honest, most kids who come to training are kids of different colors. To be honest, because basketball is the, the hot thing to play right now. So. The game is for more for the kids trying to you know, the water down, like water down, like town where it's not the highest town, they're trying to get better. That's that's where your money's gonna make money at. So me explaining to guys who are just have that uh I got out of college and the pro didn't work out, so let me start this business. Like, no, you have to still run like a business, you still have to have spreadsheets, you still have to have certain things in place, you still have to hire a staff, you gotta like I, you know, I kinda break all that stuff down to them. And then another thing I do. Of course, we use like stocks, stuff like that. And this ain't the best thing in the world. And I'm not, not, not no, but I also uh, <laughs> do a lot of sports betting too. So I, I get a lot of sports betting too. So that, that uh, that's, a, that's a big thing. That puts a lot of money in. Like sometimes you win some, you lose some. <laughs> Hey, I, I do yeah. it. I do a little bit of fancy, you know. So I'm just a, yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, man. Uh, no, nah, I'm I'm currently trying to work on getting another episode done with somebody to uh, really like get into stocks and stuff, investing. Yeah, this is. I'm seeing my guys. I got I got so many. Like I told you on the phone, we spoke earlier. My network is your network. So when I got guys who do credit stuff. Who's nice? I'm talking about nice with credit. I mean, I got guys. I, my boy Phil is the man. Like he he. He's doing. He does, he does. He's been brokering deals where, like, with a middleman and deals, and he's. I think he did like a, like almost a hundred million dollar deal, and I think got ten percent. Like, I'm. I got some. I got some guy, and they young like me and you. 25, 20, We be young, like we young. So we pushing that narrative. So I got my my, my boy Adonis. I'm gonna connect you with. We call him the Econ Don. Like he's like he makes six figures doing drop shipping. He had a write up in CNN. Like he one of us, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I definitely, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna link you with him. Hey man, appreciate that. So we'll, we'll go ahead and take a quick break, and we'll, uh, we'll get right back into the pod. I got a couple more questions for you, more basketball related, but just this was really a condensed form of just who you are as a person, and just kind of getting to know like the people out there that's really striving and have a passion for the job. You know, we really want to get your, your platform out there as well as other people. So we'll take a quick break, and uh, we'll hop right back into the pod in a minute. We'll see you in a minute, guys. Peace.
All right, welcome back to the Playoffs of Life podcast with your host, Adrian Hatcher. If you want to follow the journey on social media, you can follow on our Twitter, Anchor, Spotify, and much more. The description of everything will be in the episode. Uh, today, we got a special guest with us today. Uh, I'll go ahead and just knock out some of his accolades, some of the things he's been doing since he uh, started his journey. So we got Jer- Jeremy Marshall in the group chat today with our podcast. He's worked for each EHB basketball club. Uh, he's been the creator of the Cut Through the Red Tape podcast. He's also worked on their Magnet Sports Management uh, graduated fall of 2018 in sports manage- management, and he's worked for Zero Gravity. His favorite player is Allen Iverson, which is one of the greatest players to ever play this game. With that being said, I'll go ahead and introduce Jeremy Marshall. Jeremy, let him know who you is and let him know where you at, man. What's going on? What's going on? First off, it's a pleasure to be on the show, man. Thank you for reaching out to me. And, uh, like I said, I'm great. Like I said, uh, you know, I love things like this, but like I said, I'm Jeremy. Here in Atlanta, uh, follow me on Instagram underscore J E M four, and also follow me at underscore cutting through the red tape. That's my podcast page, but yeah, that's, that's everything. Make sure you follow me, guys. That's what's up, man. So, man, just tell us a little bit more about yourself. Uh, you know, I listed off some of the things you did, you know, graduating with uh, sports management, you know, uh, going into these different programs such as EHB Basketball Club and working for Zero Gravity. Just can you go in depth about some of that stuff I just listed off? Yeah, so I, I kind of give you like just the kind of like the backstory. Like it kind of started like just really my sophomore, junior year of college. Kind of just knowing that like I had to just like, I think me, cause I came from South Georgia State College, which is in Douglas, Georgia, like middle of nowhere and nearby Austin. So that kind of showed me like this importance of studying. Like, like I said, we were so bored out there. We had to do nothing but study. So me getting Georgia State, it kind of prepared me for like, you know, I'm walking to Georgia State and just seeing so many students like on their stuff. So like, it kind of sparked some memory. So like, even before those things you said, I, I had like seven internships. Like I was like, I grind, I grinded. Like I knew I didn't have the privilege of some kids. Like I knew I had to get it out the mud. So like, it's like some things I did, I, I did marketing for Atlanta Motor Speedway. I worked for ESPN uh, uh, events. So I also worked for ESPN with the college game day with the national championship game with Georgia and Alabama. I, uh, I volunteered for the amateur, uh, for golf amateur tour, which is the biggest amateur golf tournament in the world. I did stuff like that. I mean, I also did, I interned with Atlanta Legends as well, even though that lasted, even though that lasted what, maybe seven, eight months, that football league, it didn't last long, but yeah. I did that intern there. I did some stuff. Uh, I did stuff with Virginia State uh, sports marketing on the football and basketball side. Also, I worked uh, intern with Tech athletics as well. So, from all those things, kind of led me to you know me going to Zero Gravity in Boston, which at the time was the country's biggest provider of grassroots basketball. Like they had the most tournaments. So, like and like I said, that's what I learned the business model of grassroots sports and how to make money on that business side. Like I said, I learned like we, all we see is the high level basketball. Really, the money's in like just the kind of like the mediocre regular, like you know, everyone play basketball, so you're like your BC, B and C level basketball. I don't want to, you know, say it in a rude way. I learned that, and then, um, with that journey, I had I remember I worked an event for the Boston Celtics, and I met one, I met one of the VPs of the Atlanta Hawks in one of their departments, and I stayed connected with them. And I met, and then when I got back to Atlanta, he put me on a Leafs basketball Nike. 
and Nike was the had we and Elite Hoops had the we were running the most Nike basketball camps through U.S. sports camps. They had we had the most in the whole Southeast region. So I did that. Um, I was an operations sales manager, so I did a lot of stuff with that. And then after that, I went with uh, Magnate Sports Management as director of marketing and sales. So now I'm doing that, and in the process, of really like outline my business. Um, like to be an agent slash business manager slash a manager for like basketball. So it was just like all three trying to create this one thing. So it's a lot of the short time. Like I said, I graduated fall 2018. I'm only 25. So like I still got a long ways to go. Ah, no, most definitely, man. But it just sounds like you had like a lot of mentors, a lot of people that yeah. kind of influenced your decision to go in what you're doing. Yeah, most definitely. So I think, um, like I said, I'm real big on that. I think mentorship, I think any i don't care if you're in college you're doing a trade i don't care what you do i feel like everybody should have a mentor i think um i have i have a lot of mentors i and my mentors are for different things and sometimes you know it's crazy like um i have mentors in the corporate space i even have like street dudes on my mentors not from the street side but just like certain principles and values of being a man you know i'm real big on being like this cameras up for the best being a man at all times like having integrity you know and being that being that man also i have you know spiritual mentors like i said i'm a firm believer in god and i believe this, you know this guy does me with a lot of things you know what i'm saying so, so i have spiritual mentors i have mentors in the business space and just guys that i can call on like you know say because we all go through things in life or say i have you know a real issue or something like that instead of me you know overreacting and you know just being so quick to react i call people hey my trip let me explain this to you so i got those i have those things in place because you got to have those things you have to have to have to yeah yeah man um yeah man i definitely definitely gotta have those like in place because you never know like what's gonna be thrown at you in life man most definitely most definitely seems like one thing about it is what's your degree in sports management do you feel like do you feel like those connections that you made do you feel like if you didn't get that degree you would be in the same space you're currently in so let me tell you i was talking to one of my a friend of mine too, Markel. She's a dog. Like she in the sports stuff. She's like she's a dog in this too. But we was talking, and to be honest, like I feel like I, that route, me going the sports admin route, it kind of put me, it kind of put me in a bubble. Which saying so like for me, I was dedicated. I knew what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. So that necessarily helped me though. But for some people, like everybody's not blessed to have great interpersonal skills or good networking skills so me i knew if i met this person this person this person i will have the opportunity to get where i need to be mm-hmm. at the same time with sports administration i think me personally if i can i think given my what i know now and depending on the person you are i think it varies i think the average person who like i think doesn't have the, the privilege to have people in sports i think would be best to go for like a business degree was a little bit more it's a little broader Okay. So, like, if you can't get a job in sports, you kind of can tap into another space until you can get back into sports. As in, for sports admin, it's like you're just kind of just, it kind of puts you in this box. And like I tell people, the sports industry is is hard. Like, once you get in, you're in for life. Like, that's all it is. Like, once you're in, you're always forever in. But it's kind of hard to kind of break into that. So that's why I did so much. I did a lot of free stuff, a lot of jobs for free. Like, I was working... I had stuff I was doing where I was man, 18, 19, like, no, 18, like, in the course of two days, I probably did 18, 19 worth of work, hours worth of work. I'd be working from, like, I'll go to Georgia's uh, Tech football game. I had to be there at 9, hang over with at 4. Georgia State might be playing at 7. I get to Georgia State, I'm, I'm at there for 7 to 12. 
get up the next morning now I'm doing an ESPN event. So I think it was basically like, it depends on the type of your work ethic, but I think actually getting a degree, like marketing degree, a business administration degree, and, and get concentrations in that, it gives you a bigger you know horizon. But I think if, you, if you're all in, you know what you want to do, I'll say sports admin or sports management is a great degree to get. Okay. Okay. And I, I feel you on that, man, because I've heard just from different podcasts and from my own personal experience, like getting to the sports management world, even media or just yeah. an athlete um, or like a student athlete, a lot yeah. of stuff you go into is going to be free. Like you're, you're really putting in work and time before you see any type of benefit from it. Yeah, most of Like I said, and you got member also too. And these fields that we're in, and one of my mentors gave me, like, he's my boss now at Magnet. One of my mentors, D.A. Wilson, told me a great thing. And me starting out, he told me, when there is an opportunity, create one. So in, 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 the, in these media, and like, especially in media-driven and sports-driven lanes, it's so, it's, it's very oversaturated. Because you have so many people who want to do these certain things. But then you have those people that's going to, like, see me. I knew I wasn't the smartest person in the world, but I was going to outwork you. Like, you're not going to outwork me. You not, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm like I'm, I'm a dog. Like I'm a hustle. Like I said, from where I'm coming from, where I'm coming from, seeing just from my experiences, like seeing my mom coming from, you know, a single home, like well, single parent home. Like you know, my dad was on the run from the, from the feds, from police, and then like so I could see my pops off and seeing my mom take care of me and my sister mm-hmm. for ten dollars an hour. Like I seen her do it. Like watch, it was nice when she would cry at night. So like I had it like you know like I'm not going back to that you know I'm gonna make sure my mom is good versus like like I'm I'm working to something you know what I'm saying I'm working for you know so that that mentality was just was just there so I think like even though it's oversaturated I think the ones who put the most in gonna get the most out that's that's a, that's a media sport anything you do yeah you know, I know those things are very like you know what I'm saying. And would you say like your family was definitely crucial to your success like so far? You know, did they influence a lot? Did they really influence you to get into sports in general? Um, um, I would say I think was mainly like I had I had a mom that like that supported anything I did. So if it could have been sports, it could have been an architect. If I could have been a math teacher, like, you know what I'm saying? Anything I did, she was gonna support me in. And then, you know, my pop side of the family, because like I said, on my dad's side of the family, I'm the first person to graduate from college. First graduate from the college on my dad's side. So just me graduating is just like, you know, because everybody on my on that family, either you either you, you go to college and drop out, you go to the military, or you just kind of get, you know, you stay where we're from, like the certain hoods that we in, like either New York or we're from Augusta, or you just get stagnant. So I was the first person to really like to graduate that. So I think just like you know having a mom to let me kind of you know figure out what i want to do like i always knew and crazy thing is my original major was journalism like that was my original major i thought man i want to be a stephen a smith <laughs> I, I, I be basketball sports all day long yeah yeah and then getting to georgia state and then really and then seeing some of that stuff like that's why i get people who are news anchors news reporters uh write-ups uh behind us you know behind the scenes stuff mm-hmm. like you have to be in you like that ain't something like they, they, you get taught stuff but that's something that'd be in you like i was like man this ain't this ain't for me yeah but i knew like the business side of sports was for me so i made that transition over so okay okay i'm currently just trying to dive into that media space myself so i can understand where you're coming from you because you have to have not only the drive but you also have to have the ambition to really pursue something and then to like 
get as much information as possible. You know, something as easy as something as easy as an interview. You know, uh, from a sports media perspective, there's so many things that go into that. You know, so I definitely see where you're coming from with that. And uh, that transition to business seems to be working out for you. I mean, you're currently trying to become uh, trying to get into that sports. Good. I can edit that out. <laughs> I can just edit that out. Oh, that's right on time. Sorry about that. What was the question? I'm sorry. No, no. I was just saying, like, you currently trying to get into that sports space, um, which I don't know if we've already told the audience. You're currently trying to be a sports agent. That's that's. So, yeah. So, with that, so it's crazy. So, like, I want to be an NBA agent and then be a manager of the sports. But I, I'm not all the way 100%. I want to be an NBA agent because I do want to manage players, too. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of like, so like, I just had actually, it's crazy. I just had, like, I almost, like, I thank God for my blessings. I almost, like, literally almost in tears because the rooms I'm in now, like, so like my boss told me to come out. We have, I'm having a a, a meeting and kind of break it down. I had a meeting. So it was like six of us there. So, so it was my boss there. This dude, a man named Rob, who was actually one of the co-founders. Like he kind of helped start Clutch Sports and he also helped QC uh, Sportsman off the ground him so rob another guy named errol who used to be the vice president of third eye sports we had another guy there who used to play for the uh dolphins and he's in the entertainment banking space and was on a player uh personnel style for the nba working for the league office had another guy had another guy right here next to me who's like very talented guy who's kind of in the same space that you're trying to be on the media side he actually is one of four black reporters who actually does uh, business, sports, business journal. He's working for Atlanta Business Chronicle on the sports side. He's got a promotion. Well, I don't know what it's going to release. So, well, he's got a promotion. I'm not going to say his name. He's got a promotion with, uh, with Sportica, which is like the biggest, I think the biggest publication for like, like it's over Forbes of like on the sports business side. So it was, it was uh, uh, I'm sorry, but it was like, uh, this is a meeting of minds and just the game it was giving me. He was like, he's telling me about just the the good side of being an agent and then the bad side of being an agent. And I think what I heard was kind of like, so like, I think me personally, the route I'm going, like I said, I'm real strategic. Mm-hmm. I might still be an agent to have an agency license, but I think management is best suited for me, like managing athletes. Like I said, me coming from where they're coming from, but I enjoy the going to their workouts, make sure the workouts are straight. I enjoy connecting this person, getting deals. So I think, and like and, and then Earl who's gonna be like gonna be another one of my future mentors and me I'm still good and connected. He told me, he told me, hey Jeremy, stop putting a title on this. Don't say you're agent or a businessman. Say you make deals. Okay. Yeah. yeah right okay. I see you make right. deals. It's not. It's, stop putting a title on it. And he told me he was like, when I did a million dollar deal, deal with with the, with Golden State Warriors. I wasn't a certified player agent at the time, but my name was still on my name was still on the, on the contract. My name was still on a, you still look me up on the GM, on the NBA GM page, and my name's gonna pop up. So he was just like, man, you make deals, so it really put things in perspective, like. So, so I'm kind of like reeling it back. So I'm probably gonna sit down and take the test still, and I'm still gonna have that, just so I, I do have, say I have a player. But I think, unless you, and being an agent, and I think, like I said, and it also is good for me because I have so many other hustles, and I have so many other side streams of income, mm-hmm. just like, it's being an agent is tough because if you don't come in under the big, like the big monsters, the CAA, the Wassermans, the Rock Nations, the, you know what I'm saying, the clutch sports, it's tough coming as an agent, you have no clients. 
see, lucky for me, I got so many college guys and so many guys playing, you know, well, I can probably get me one. Yeah. But it'll be more organic. We manage them and then, hey, something come along like Jeremy. I think you'd be a good agent for them. Oh, for real? Let me um come on this. So I'll still have my, my certification, but I might push my management style. So I think that's what I'm doing right now. Everything with me is strategic. So, like, so me working with Magnate Sports, um, which should be strictly business management. So we handle all like your insurance, your tax, your legal, your business, everything off the court, off the field. We take care of all that. So with me having Magnate Sports behind me, I don't necessarily have to get my law degree because I have my, my boss is a lawyer. He has a tax, he has tax law degree, business law degree, and litigation, like you know, and litigation law. So he has all those things. So like now, say a deal does come in, I have a lawyer on hand, you know. So it's, it's like I have like a whole system. So it's not like I'm really like, I'm working in the smart way. It's just saving me, you know, saving me money and saving me time, you know. Yeah, man. I mean, like you said, pursuing your career is going to take time. It's also going to take really is going to take uh, a lot of hard work. And that income yeah. is coming until you really get into that that main space. But you're building the connections. You're building that foundation off rip, which is something you know I really respect, man. Um, one thing I did want to ask you: Could you go more in depth about the the kind of good and bad, the pros and cons of trying to obtain your sports license? And then after you do do that, like you kind of alluded to, whether you get it or not, you're like you said, you're making deals. You're already in the game. Like, can you give us some pros and cons about? Uh, the career you really just trying to pursue so the pros and cons all right so i'll give you i'll give you the, I'll, we all know the first pro a lot of money very lucrative we know that but me i'm not in it for the money like i know the money gonna come i'm in it for to be able to be a voice for these athletes to be a voice for the voices i want to be able this is like this the pros for me are different from somebody else's pros these pros are because my thing is 25 now, I'm not trying to be an agent until I'm 35, 40. Mm. Maybe agent until I'm 35, have a well-oiled machine where I have agents working under me and I'm able to focus on like my fashion. Like I said, I'm real big in the fashion. Like I got one of my, my boys brand right here. Um, I'm really in the fashion. So focus on like the fashion side and like I'm really in the cologne. So making my own cologne. Like, I want to get like tapped to the whole other side, like where I'm getting to like, you know what I'm saying? The sport, I love sports, but now I tap into other things. So I'm using this for like to elevate me to put my brand to a whole different level, have my pocket at a different level, maybe have production companies and have, you know, just certain things and tap into uh, venture capitalists and like really learn the business side. Because I have a lot of bros who are in, you know, in business. So this right here, this make me an overall businessman. Cause like, I'm trying to be a billionaire. Like that's my, that's my goal. I know it's high, but I think that's, that's what I want to do. That's what I want to be. You so that's start. the pro the cons would be, it's just the game so light and breaking it down, the game so messed up. Like, it's tough for guys who get out the mud and it compared to a guy coming in with a bunch of money. So let me tell you, I break it down to you in like in easier terms. So say, so being an agent, you can, it can be kind of pricey. And, and for most NBA player contracts, you're getting three and a half percent, right? But there's agents out here telling players like, hey, man, I don't even, I don't even want, I don't want money off your first contract. I don't want to have the first contract. They're banking on the second, that, that max deal or the second contract. They're banking on that. So some players, so you, if you got agents doing that, you got agents banking the saying, you know, banking on that, and then also invest hundred thousand dollars in like paying for like cars and somewhere for them to stay, and you know, this and that. It's like so for the guy who you know who doesn't have the capital or the liquid funds to do that, but you got guys that can. It's just like a, it's a, it's basically like a, it told me it's a rat race to the, to the bottom. So that's, that's, that's the pro and like, and to be honest, like basketball, to be honest, but football though, I think the, 
the days of being an agent and dying in football, as we can see. Oh, Bobby Wagner. Yeah, Bobby man. Bobby Wagner. No negotiating his own deal. His own deal. Yeah. So I think the days, but I also, I'm thinking about this, though. I think for the end of time, an athlete's going to always need a manager, though. You're going to always need somebody to get business management or somebody who help you with your day-to-day and help you get deals. I think what, what, what I'm trying to do is, like, do both. So, like I said, if it happens, it happens. Like, my whole, they broke it down to me, and I heard, they gave me the real, like, they were saying, like, my boss was like, Jeremy, I don't want you to get discouraged. Like, I was like, no, that's what I need to hear. Because I've been, I've been talking to a lot of agents, just trying to find that, you know, that that that, that mentorship and certain things to talk about. And, like, a lot of agents hit me and say, they'll hit me and be like, instead of giving me the risk, they say, oh, what can you do for me? They're just so excited for me coming with so many, like, Connections and so actually so many players. Not about me, it's about them. And these guys made it like made sure to tell me like the real parts of it. So I definitely appreciate that. But um, that's kind of the pros and cons of it. Uh, and like also too, and me being so strategic, my pros, my cons, the con about the money thing is a little different for me because now I'm tapped in with two sports entertainment banks. Like one of my another one of my mentors, my guy. We partnered on a lot of things. We actually I helped him out on a little ESPN deal he did. But um, my guy. My guy Peyton has got a job, an executive job over this uh, sports entertainment banking with uh, Horizon Sports. So now he's, so basically, like, you know, he, he has, the bank has up to $80 billion in funding. So now if I, if I have a player, if I have a, say I have a first round pick, right? And I have a first round pick. I can get, just because they know I'm going to get that money back. I can get it. I can get a cash advance for $100,000, $200,000, because I have that part of my team. So that's part of my name. So everything I do is like strategic. So I already have like, that in place. I got trainers in Atlanta. I got trainers in Detroit. I got trainers in uh, Miami. Like I have the, the whole map. Like I got someone from stay at. Like I know how the game works. Like you know, nutritionist. Like I know how the game works. So I have everything already mapped out. So I have a team. You know what I'm saying? Basically, I, you know. So in the financial space, like if we were talking about stocks or something, what you're creating is something called ROE, which is a return on equity. Yeah. The investment of basically putting in the time and energy, the research, understanding that you will see a beneficial return eventually from it. And I, I, I get that. I, I, of course, you know, I can see the passion that you have and what you're pursuing. And I also see how the competition can really be yeah. cutthroat. You know, if you got a guy yeah. telling you that he'll pay for this to basically set you up, making on your career, like um, it, it is a lot of risk, but it's also. Oh, yeah. It's just a. Man, that eats you alive, man. So that's, that's a grown man business. So, so like I said, like, it's a, cause like, and he was telling me like, once you get that 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 player agent role, you turn to food. You competition now. Mm-hmm. Like you're competition now. There's gonna be certain gyms I probably won't be able to go into because my title is a player agent. So that's crazy. Yeah. So it's still certain things we're working on, but like I know, you know, I have a, a great decision probably by. I have a decision probably by December first. What I'm gonna do? I probably just take the test deal, but kind of just not so much push that name, but probably push more the management stuff. And if a player comes, hey, I am agent, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's it's all business at the end of the day, right? Definitely. 
Yeah, man. Uh, if you could just point into one more direction for me while we still on that topic, that you said you have multiple streams of income. And I really want to highlight how important that is, not just for a career, but just living lives. We, we I kind of understand that nowadays, you kind of need two incomes to basically survive. But multiple streams of income is more important for, for just daily life now. Can you kind of dive into, you know, I don't want to get too much in your business. No, 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 I'm, 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 like, I'm, I'm here to be true, right? Um, so my, like I said, I got the stuff, like I said, I work for Magnate Sports. And then also, I am like kind of like a uh, operations marketing guy for this big, for this company called D1 Sports Training. So I do all the, like, like, like Carmelo, Chris Paul, I'm on one. So I, I do that. I do consulting, so I'm gonna, I do consulting too. So like I consult a couple guys on like, so like me working with Elite Who's Basketball, I know the whole, and Zero Grad, I know the whole process of how to run an AAU tournament. Also me working for, I got to lift out. I also, guys, go back to very, very first question you asked me. I also work for Under Armour and Adidas basketball events too. Plug it in, plug it in. Yeah, I want to put that in there. I work for Under Armour Adidas basketball events. So all their live events, so like just seeing Mikey playing, like I, I, I was there like running all the events. So that's why maybe I just want to connect to a lot of college coaches. But, we're really back in another time. But uh, I have that, so I kind of consult people starting their own like basketball companies and trying to like get the start membership stuff and trying to like create, um, trying to create revenue through basketball group training. Knowing, you know, cause like I said, cause like I, you could be a, you could be the greatest basketball player of, of all time. But if you don't know how to have professionalism and know how to cater to, not just black people, whatever color you are, black, white, you know, you have to be, we call it chameleon, like you have to be professional. Cause like, to be honest, most kids who come to training are kids of different colors, to be honest, because basketball's the hot thing to play right now. So the game is for more for the kids trying to put the water down, like water down, like town where it's not the highest town, but they're trying to get better. So that's, that's where your money's gonna make money at. So me explaining to guys who are, just have that, uh, I got out of college and, Pro they work out, so let me start this business. Like, no, you have to still run like a business. You still have to have spreadsheets. You still have to have certain things in place. You got to hire a staff. You got to like, I, you know, I kind of break all that stuff down to them. And then another thing I do, of course, we use like stocks, stuff like that. And this ain't the best thing in the world. And I'm not, I'm not, you know, but I also uh, <laughs> do a lot of sports betting too. So I, I get a lot of sports betting too. So that that uh, that's a, that's a big thing that puts a lot of money. Like sometimes you win some, you lose some. <laughs> Hey, I, I, I do yeah. it. I do a little bit of fancy, you know, something just to. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, man. Uh, no, nah, I'm, I'm currently trying to work on getting another episode done with somebody to uh, really like get into stocks and stuff, investing. Yeah. This is. I'm seeing my guys. I got, my, I got so many. Like I told you on the phone, we spoke earlier. My network is your network. So, when I got guys who do the credit stuff. Who's nice. I'm talking about nice with credit. Man, I got guys. I, my boy Phil is the man. Like he, he, he's doing. He does. He does he's been brokering deals where, like, with the middleman and deals. And he's. I think he did like the, like almost a hundred million dollar deal. And I think got ten percent. Like I'm. I got some. I got some guys. And they young like me and you. 25, 20, We be young. Like we young. So we pushing that narrative. So I got my my, my boy Adonis. I'm gonna connect you with. We call me Econ Dom. Like he's like he's making six figures doing drop shipping. He had a write up in CNN. Like he one of us, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I definitely, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna link you with him. 
Hey man, appreciate that. So we'll we'll go ahead and take a quick break and we'll we'll get right back into the pod. I got a couple more questions for you, more basketball related, but just this was really a condensed form of just who you are as a person and just kind of getting to know like the people out there that's really striving and have a passion for the job. You know, we really want to get your your platform out there as well as other people. So we'll take a quick break and uh, we'll hop right back into the pod in a minute. We we'll see you in a minute, guys. Peace.